Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian, and this week I'm joined here by Dwayne. What's up? What's going on, man? Back at uh, back, back, in, back, back to normal, right? Is that is that virtual, whatever you want to call it? I mean, this is our normal at this point, right? Um, yeah, so we're back from North Carolina after what I thought was a really, really good trip. Oh, it was an awesome trip. Um, so we started with so basically, right after the, we recorded the podcast last week, uh, we went to do a trip of NC State. Um, so you know, we we did that, and I thought that was a really cool shout out to um, shout out to Jenna for giving us the trip or giving us a tour. Um, she was she was really she was really cool. Um, and I uh, I a tour just by picking up people on the way. What? So I feel like I got a tour of the campus by picking up people. Yeah. On the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we had almost 30 players or on 30 players show up for the, for the tour, which is really good. And their families. Um, so we may have given, we may have given the youngest college tour ever. Oh yeah. Our average age is probably around like what? 13, 14. No, not even that. We had, we had like a, or no, we had the 12. We know. We also had like a six month old out there. Zyra, Zyra has a little little sibling. Oh uh, yeah, they kept carrying the stroller down the stairs. It was not accessible for. Yeah, it was an interesting campus, but ultimately a really a really good time uh, at NC State in Raleigh. Um, and then uh, we went to the club. Well, you didn't get you didn't go to that. I did. I went to the club game, the NC State women's club game against High Point. We got to see Corbett, uh, one of our former Delaware Union players and uh, Diamonds alumni. Um, so we got to see her play, um, and we got to take some pictures with her and got to talk to her for a little bit. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so it was really cool to, to I saw Corbin in Delaware. Yeah. She did come to Delaware to, uh, this week. Didn't so. have to travel far. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it was ultimately a really good, good Friday. And then ultimately the, the tournament started on Saturday, um, in which, you know, it's one of probably one of our most successful weekends as a as a club, at least on the girls' perspective. Um, you know, we we had six teams in the tournament. Four four of the teams ended up coming home with with some sort of a medal or trophy. Two of those being championships. Two of those being finalists. Um, our OA girls team ended up losing in the semifinals um, in PKs after a hard fought zero zero game. Our 2012 girls Navy team, I thought, competed extremely well in the bracket that they were in. Um, they were probably a um, few moments away from tying a game that they lost four to two. If if that game lasted five more minutes, I think that game would have would have ended up being tied. Um, so ultimately, really, really good results overall. Um, successful weekend, I thought, and and I'll talk about a special moment later on in my in my player of the match. Um, I'll dive deeper into why I thought the tournament was special, but um, but overall a fun weekend. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I know you did too. Oh yeah, you can't 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 be mad when both your teams uh have pretty successful weekends. Uh, come on with two trophies, still sitting somewhere because I need to build a shelf or put a shelf somewhere. Yeah. My I don't sitting, have any space. I don't have no space for those things right now. My sitting, my, one, my trophy sitting in the kitchen table. <laughs> You're one of those guys. 
He's just sitting there. My kids. Hey, everybody that walks in the house has to walk past the trophy. Well, so my kids were upset because they. So I have other trophies. I have three other trophies that sit in our in our in our counter uh, that have become storage. Uh, because they're cups. Yeah, so the kids like them because they can put art supplies and stuff like that in there. The, the kids were not happy with this trophy because they couldn't put anything inside of it. Couldn't need a bowl of cereal out of your uh, out of your trophy. No, no, that was that's our that's my Monday night, my Monday morning ritual. It's there not, but but, but <laughs> it's not. I don't want people thinking that that's what I do. Well, I don't have any cups, so I've never I've never got to experience that one. I, mean, I never got to experience the cup part. Uh, no, the cups are. Yeah, uh, they're fun. better for it now. I'm about to about to start emailing tournaments to say what kind of trophy. The funny part is two, two of the cup, two of the cups. I honestly, I don't even know that I. Uh, two of the cups, my teams didn't even actually play a game to get. <laughs> so, uh, is that state cup? <laughs> you have a state cup trophy and a president's cup trophy that go. I never played. There you go. So you gotta like you gotta love those, right? Most expensive, most expensive trophy I can buy. Um, so yeah, ultimately a, a really, a really good weekend. Um, so you know, coming home was was a long, a little bit of a long drive, but that three thirty game was a killer. It was, it was. Um, I will say, I think one of my my most enjoyable moments of the weekend, which was, or in general, was I got to spend time with my dad. Uh, I feel like my dad and I are kind of a we were on a that ended our week long uh, or week and a half long um adventure of trips yeah. uh starting from the previous not this not a week ago on tuesday the week before going to the argentina game then that following sunday going to a concert in dc then north carolina uh before he leaves for argentina today so he he's going to argentina today i won't see him again until december um and then he'll be back in January. He's definitely not refing my game tonight. <laughs> he is definitely not refing your game. He will be, I think by the time your game starts, he'll be almost in Canada. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't the, know why he's going to Canada to go to Argentina. <laughs> hey, man, when you got a, you, you know, we got a ball on a budget sometimes. Spirit, Spirit flight to <laughs> Toronto Pearson. No, 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 we're not flying Spirit. We're flying Air Canada. Air Canada. Is he, he's, he fl- he's, basically, he's basically piloting, not piloting, uh, not like he's driving the plane or flying the plane, but he's he's doing the test drive of the same flight that I'm taking with my family. And yeah, he was also he's also um, probably loading the planes up with his own baggage because Air Canada be losing all their bags. Oh, that's that wouldn't be good. It's not good at all. No, hopefully that doesn't happen. I honestly thought you were going to see your exciting moment was when we were up in the coaches lounge and they brought pizza and you're like, what kind of pizza is it? And they said veggie pizza. Yeah, did you I'm see? So excited. Did wait, did you see what I had what I did though? No. You didn't see me eat the veggie pizza? I, no, I was laying down, down sleeping. I filled up the entire plate of veggies. <laughs> and and my dad ate them because I don't like veggies. Yeah, was, <laughs> I just don't was, eat meat. <laughs> that was just so disappointing. I mean they had they had pizza without without veggies. They had like a sausage and pepper or something. They said they were all veggies. No, no, no. They had something with sausage in there. Oh, I'm disappointed now. Oh, um, my bad. Anyway, I thought they were man. I thought they were all veggies because no. I didn't eat until Richmond when I got to Zaxby's. Oh uh, no, no, no! They they had uh they had other they had sausage pizza. It's the only time I ate the whole day. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they didn't have snacks. They had snacks and stuff like that there. 
I want a snack, man. I want some food. I mean, they had food. Did you not? I mean, my dad got Chick-fil-A the day before. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't hit, but I didn't really have a break, and I had to leave. Oh, well. But, oh, and then uh, my dad and I got to go to the NCFC game on on Saturday night. That was a cool experience. Um, Wake, Wake, Wake Med Stadium. Pretty cool Wake stadium. Med Park. Wake Med Park. Uh, cool stadium, actually. Really, really cool stadium. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm always a big fan of stadiums that like. You basically walk into the stadium and you're you're looking you're above the field. Yep. I'm a big fan of that. Um. So so then that's that's what this one's like. So, uh, I thought that was really cool. Um. Also love the fact that the bleachers like behind the goals, um, the way you don't. You go up one side and then you go down into your seat. You don't go up into your seat. Also a big fan of that. So, uh, yeah, no, actually a really cool stadium. Uh, we stayed for half the game. We stayed through halftime where our players got to go into the field as uh, NCFC youth players of the season or some sort of. <laughs> players are always up to something. <laughs> they're well, always up they're to like, something. oh, we want to honor the NCFC player of the season. These players were nominated by their recreational and travel coaches for exemplifying the core values as of NCFC. And there goes 10 of our players in there amongst other, like 100, 150, 200 players. Uh, our players were in there as well. Not sure how that happened, but. Um, somebody, somebody finessed it. Somebody definitely finessed that. That was, it was a really, I mean, again, shout out to the players for, for doing it. Cause it was really cool for them. But uh can't but, leave those Delaware Union players out of your sight for more than five minutes, man. No, no. All of a sudden, they're like, yeah, they're inside the field. All of a sudden, uh, they're walking the players out in the second half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it was, it was, it was cool. Um, and then again, Sunday was was kind of like you know decision day for a lot of the games. A lot of the games involving some sort of um, result needing thing or something. So it was good, but it was ultimately a really good experience. Could have been out of there early on Sunday, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could, you could have, yeah. Could have thrown the game. <laughs> have thrown the game and just left. Yeah. Um, it's the question of the day. Gonna, next time we get a coach on here, I'm going to ask them the question of the day. <laughs> you go three and oh, your fourth game really doesn't matter. Do you just forfeit the game and leave early or do you stay for the kids? Let's collect the trophy in general. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good question. Um, and then uh, we, we ended up um, our boys teams and one of our girls teams were at, at the Explorer Cup in Downingtown or across across southern Pennsylvania, I would say. Uh, it wasn't just Downingtown. They were kind of all over, but um, good, good experiences for the teams. Um, I know the 2011 girls got to the semifinals. Uh, 09 boys uh, yeah. in, the final, in the final. Second place. And then uh, 2011 boys select team winning their bracket. So congratulations to them. Yeah, it's a really good weekend for me. So, <laughs> by association, you just. By association, you know, 2009 boys, former team, semifinals. To tell AC to split that trophy. Tell them, tell them I need a half of a medal. <laughs> 2011 select with the, with the win, you know. Yeah. Manager for that team. So <laughs> There you go, man. That's a full trophy right there, then. It's a full trophy. Yeah, there you go. Good. No rosters. No turn. 
no damn wasn't figuring that out no he was not um all right so uh this is something i actually got to got to watch this past week i think i got to watch a replay of it but have you ever heard of the amputee world cup yeah i actually know a player that was in the amputee world cup really yeah really you know me huh Vinny. Vinny. alvento he's from dover he's missing his arm okay so he was like obviously his full legs and everything so he had to play as like a goalkeeper yes um so he played i don't know how often they have this but he probably played like four or five years ago as a goalkeeper on the uh, amputee team i mean this is the 16th last 17th edition of the world cup uh it's biannual okay so they have it every two years so yeah he probably played like three world cups yeah. ago yeah um so so this one was was held uh in istanbul in turkey um so i got to watch it and i got to learn a little bit about the sport uh which was really cool so the, the world cup in general was won was won by turkey turkey is apparently powerhouse when it comes to amputee amputee football um angola uh runner-up uzbekistan third place haiti fourth place um, so it's played in, I think it's six V six or seven V seven. Um, and then, so the goalkeepers, um, the goalkeepers have to, the goalkeepers usually only have one arm. Yep. Um, and I believe they, they tuck in whatever part of the, are the arm they have, they have to tuck it into their shirt. So, um, so they legitimately have one arm only that's out um the players with their crutches move super fast but i found out the crutches is an extension of their arm basically when it comes to the rules so if a ball hits them in the one of the crutches it's a handball it's a crutch ball so um yeah it was actually really cool i i got to watch a pk taken uh that's interesting a PK was taken. It was like this guy hit it super fast. It's it's really cool. Um, it was really cool to watch. Um, I got to watch it for a little bit. The the the, the um the 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 stadium was was actually pretty full because I think Turkey has an actual professional amputee league. Oh, that's sick. Well, I mean, I guess if they're the powerhouse, you know, they get the yeah. I mean, they're, they've no, got a little pl- player pool going. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, like they were, it was a really cool, it was a really cool event. So, um, if you get to catch any sort of replays, uh, make sure, make sure you do that. Uh, I mean, just think about it. There was eighty matches played, two hundred ninety four, two hundred ninety four goals were scored. Um, so it's an average of three point six eight goals per per game. Bet the over, folks. Bet the over. Bet the over. <laughs> so you're definitely. Um, you're definitely in for a treat there. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, the 2018 World Cup was actually held in Mexico. Uh, Might be the one he went to. Yeah. So the U.S. did participate. Uh, they were in a group with, uh, it was them, Argentina, England, and Indonesia. Um, Argentina, the U.S., and Indonesia all advanced to the to the next round. Um which is the run of 16 um, where Argentina lost to Morocco. Uh, the United States lost to Haiti. 
Um, so they lost. They lost six to two, and that was in that was an extra time. So, so doing a quick search, Alvenzo was the 2018 starting goalkeeper for the U.S. Okay, for the ABT team. Okay, there you go. Type his name in, pops right up. Perfect. So yeah, so really, really cool event. Really cool to watch. Um, well, we're gonna stay in the World Cup theme uh, because we are five. Wait, you said they took their arm in. Yeah. No. No. I mean, then I mean that's what I saw. That's what I saw when I watched it. He's got a glove on the other arm. Oh. I don't know. When I saw it, both goalkeepers. I mean, I mean, again, this is 2018. They could have changed the rules, but yeah, like I got both goalkeepers looked like they had something tucked into their other into the other sleeve. Like the other uh, sleeve guy, was like, my man is full out punching the ball. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're gonna move on to the. Dude, this picture is crazy. <laughs> um. To the <laughs> World Cup, to the FIFA World Cup that that starts five weeks from now, or sorry, six weeks. Um, six weeks from now, we, we start the, um, the Qatar world cup. Um, and it starts on November 20th. Uh, it's Ecuador against Qatar. So what we're going to do is for the next six weeks, we're going to take part of the podcast to go over, or basically for us to predict some scores. Um, first one for what we're going to do this week is we're going to do the first four groups. So we're gonna do the um, the six games per group uh, for the first four groups. So we'll do the first twenty four games. Um, we have this Excel sheet that's gonna calculate everything for us. So once we we do it, we'll have it all finalized. Once the World Cup starts, we'll be able to keep track and see if our results are anywhere close, or at least our winners are anywhere close. Because we're gonna do the first. We're gonna do the group stage and the round of sixteen, and the quarterfinals, and the semifinals, and then the third or fourth place game, and then the finals as well. So, all right. So, if we look at the first four groups, we're talking about Group A being Qatar, Ecuador, uh, Senegal, and the Netherlands. Uh, group B, England, Iran, U.S., Wales. Group C, uh, which I know this is gonna be confusing for Dwayne that England and Wales are in the same group. They're two different. I just countries. looked at that. I'm just like they're two. Di- they're two. They're two different countries, Dwayne. Well, I know that in in uh, World <laughs> Cup, they're two different countries. But had this been the Olympics, they're in the same. They're the same island. <laughs> you always struggle with this. You struggle more with the players than anything else. Gareth yeah. Bale plays for Wales, not England. I know Gareth Bale plays for. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody else is like, man. I swear he was English, but he's Welsh. <laughs> Uh, then Group C is Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Group D, France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. Okay. Um, all right. So, isn't Tunisia and Australia from the same confederation? No, they're not. Tunisia is in Africa. Isn't Tunisia an island? It might be, but it's in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also not an island. It's not an island. It's not an island. I work on my geography. It's in North Africa. Um, it's next, on the border. 
Connected by water. Yeah, it's next to next to Algeria. Uh, it, it's uh, really close. It's really close to uh, Malta and Italy. It's like oh. it's the right right. It shares you know some water with with England. Oh, sorry, with Italy. Mediterranean Sea with Italy. Yeah, the Mediterranean Sea with with Italy. So there you go. Um, all right. So we'll start. So we each have our own spreadsheets that we'll fill out as we do this. So, um, all right, Qatar, Ecuador. Uh, what prediction do you have? We'll try to move through these really quickly. We'll go by group. We'll go. Group. All right, I'm gonna go Qatar, Uno, Ecuador, two, two, one. You're gonna go two one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Ecuador with a big three zero upset. Like not upset, but yeah. start. No, Qatar's at home, man. They're gonna have that crowd pumping. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think Ecuador scores very early in this game, and then after that, it's game over. Uh, Senegal, Netherlands. Go two two. I'm gonna go three two. Actually, I want to. I actually want an upset here, so I'm gonna go three two Nether. Uh, three two Senegal. No, well, I don't think Senegal winning is an upset. I mean, it would be against the Netherlands. Mm. No, no. All right. Well, I'm gonna go three two Senegal. Uh, Historically, Qatar, yes. Qatar, Nowadays, no. Qatar, Qatar, Senegal. Four nothing, Senegal. I'm gonna go zero zero. Zero zero. Zero zero. Dude, Senegal <laughs> running it up. Four nothing. No, nobody scores. Uh, Netherlands, Ecuador. Uh, two one. Netherlands. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Ecuador, um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one nothing Netherlands, late like a late goal. Uh, Ecuador Senegal. Um, let's see, we got Senegal drawing at all? Yeah, Senegal Netherlands was a draw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I another like one one draw. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two two. So I do think that one's gonna be a draw. Netherlands Qatar. I'm gonna go two nothing Qatar. I yeah, think I was, all right, I'm gonna go two one two one Netherlands. Then two one Netherlands. Gotta give Qatar. I'm probably not giving to Qatar. Gotta, give, gotta make sure. Gotta make sure Qatar scores <laughs> one goal. All right, so they're gonna beat Senegal. Senegal will probably four one. I'll change that one. So this Eight. would mean mine with my results. This means Ecuador's out. Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. That 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 I think is a little bit of a shocking thing there. And Netherlands tops the group. Did, did on yours did, did Netherlands stop the group? Netherlands tops the group. All right, mine too. Okay, all right. Let's move on to the second one. Um, actually, no, we're gonna go to we're gonna no, we're not gonna do that one yet. We're gonna go to Group D. We'll go. We'll go. We'll do our countries afterwards. Uh, we'll go to Group D for, first. Uh, Denmark. So this is France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. Uh, Denmark and the African nation of Tunisia. Denmark wins three one. Uh, I'm gonna go two nothing. Denmark, France, Australia, three nothing. France. That's I'm probably, go, probably some 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 slight. I'm gonna I'm gonna go two one France and probably a late goal. I think they take care. Have you seen Kylia Mbappe? I I have seen Kylian Mbappe, but I also know Pogba. Nah, I said Pogba's Kylia out. Right? And- I don't care about Pogba. Get the ball to kill you, Mbappe. I mean, yeah, I know, but all right, just Tunisia, boot it, <laughs> to boot it. 
Uh, Tunisia, Australia. 1-1 one, one draw. <laughs> uh, is that Your the challenges? You got to win that game to not finish last place. Is this is this is this the uh, is that the one? Like, there's always one or two games in the World Cup that you're like, man, I love this sport, but I don't know if I love it that much. <laughs> that might be. I might go find uh, some some LIV golf to watch that day. <laughs> yeah, that might that might be that might be the that might be the snooze the snoozer. Um, all right, uh, France, Denmark. I think that'll be a good game. That's gonna be a really good game. I'm gonna, gonna go, go, I'm gonna two, go, one, French. I'm gonna go three, two, Denmark, three, two, shootout. I'm gonna go three, two, Denmark. I mean, Denmark, Denmark at the Euros was was like that, right? Yeah, scoring like goals and stuff. Yeah, um, Australia, Australia, Denmark. I'm gonna go three nothing Denmark. We got two nothing Denmark. Yeah, I'm gonna go three nothing Tunisia France. Betting over, man. This dude's looking for goals. <laughs> uh, yeah, France I, is beating Tunisia three nothing. France tops the group. Mine and mine. See, this is where we're gonna start going a little different. In mine, Denmark tops the group, winning all three games. Oh, because you got Denmark beating France. I got Denmark beating France. So this, this will be a real, this will start making this things really. France won the last World Cup. Do you know what happened the last time they won the World Cup? What happened the following World Cup? Yeah, they were 2000. They won in 98 and 2002. They lost. Then they lose in the group stage. They lost all three games. Yeah, they lost all three games, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's all right. They had Terry Henry and they got Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. Uh, and right. is not playing bad either, man. All right, let's go England. Let's go Group B. Let's go England. Iran. All right, man. We're going Americans last. Oh, fine. Well, Argentinians out of here, man. Fine. Farewell um, tour. Group C. I, I, I am going to struggle at putting in scores here. That's a hard group, man. It's a hard group, but not only that, I must, I'm going to struggle in the idea that like, it's almost like a superstition thing. Off, I haven't. I've yet to verbally say the words. Like I've, out. like I've yet to say anything about Argentina in the World Cup. Well, here you go. Say it on the podcast. Oh goodness. Oh, this is gonna this is gonna hurt. All right. Uh Argentina, Saudi Arabia. I'm gonna go two nothing Argentina. Yep, I had the same thing. Um, um Mexico, Poland. I'm gonna go two two. Uh, Poland, Saudi Arabia. I'm gonna go Mexico, Poland. You said two, two. I said two, two. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three, two, three. I'd say after watching Lewandowski magic the other night against Enter, I think Lewandowski can pull out some more magic leap. I'm gonna go three, one, Poland, Saudi Arabia. Dang, man, what are you taking my scores? Oh, my bad. <laughs> I swear Lewandowski, like Argentina, Mexico. I'm gonna go a two-two draw here. No, 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 no. Um, I'm gonna go. I I kind of want to know. I mean, I want to know. I want to see that that game opens up, but I don't know if it will. Um, I'll go. I'll go three-one Argentina. Um, it's not a bad score. Poland, um, Argentina. Oh. Oof. I don't think I don't think Lewandowski scores in Argentina. I don't think he does. Who's your keeper? Debo Martinez, man. I'm gonna go one nothing Argentina. 
want two one Poland. In words. Uh, and then I'm gonna give Mexico the win against Saudi Arabia and make it two one there. All right, three one. I think Saudi Arabia is a decent opponent. So all right, so in my group, Argentina tops the group. Argentina's out on gold there. No way. Mexico sneaks through on gold there. Oh, because you made them tie. There is no way that's happening. There's no way that's happening. A tie on gold there. No, there's no way that happens. All right. Uh, One, one, and one. All right. All right. Uh, All right. Last group. Group B. England, Iran, probably one nothing. England. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Argentina played played Iran before, and it was a late, late goal by Messi. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two nothing. Who's no. scoring both goals? Who's scoring two goals for England? <laughs> uh, Harry Kane and Phil Foden. Harry Kane don't really be scoring for England like that. But, all but, right. But Kai Osaka scores a goal. Uh no, who's the other? Grealish, Grealish, Jack Grealish on a on a freak on a freak on a free kick. Get better off let Raheem Sterling score a goal. Is uh is Deli Ali going to the World Cup? He's not, right? <laughs> <laughs> you think he's in the sticker book? You think Deli Ali's good in the sticker book? No. <laughs> Who? I like Deli Ali, man. Who? Deli Ali, man, is one of those players that's like like Mezut, man. You just you know. He just needs to find the right club. Um, well, where is he at? Roma now with Jose? Who? Deli Ali. Is he? I thought he was still at Everton. Or, or, I don't know where he went, man. I thought he went with Jose. Dude, this dude is at Besiktas. <laughs> oh, He's at Besiktas? Besiktas, man. Oh, no. Deli oh, he got no. loaned out. Delhi man, he's at Bashidka. Oh, it's, it's downhill now. He's in oh man, he's in the Turkish Super League. <laughs> oh no. It's over for him. All right, USA Wales. USA Wales 2-1. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that's not good. That's not a, that's not one of those career moves that's on the upswing. <laughs> oh no, Delhi. MLS is next. <laughs> All right, USA Wales, two one USA. Well, you got a lot. You got a lot of. Uh, I'm gonna go one one. Two one. Uh, Wales, Wales sure. Iran. Uh, one one draw. I'm gonna go zero zero. <laughs> Need a couple more zero zeros in this. Can't just be goals, goals galore. I won one and zero zero the same thing. Yeah. Well, uh, USA, USA, England, USA over England five nine. <laughs> Get out of here! There's no shot. Who's going to score the goal? Do you have a better shot of trying to nationalize Delhi Alley to come in as a forward? For I got a better shot of me scoring five goals. <laughs> no. Bullets with a hat trick. Pulisic with a hat trick, man. I'm gonna go one nothing USA. I'm gonna have Brendan Aronson with a goal. Who else plays in England? Tyler Adams with a goal. Pulisic with a hat trick. Boom. Let England know, hey, we're taking over. Um, and then the USA invades England a week later. <laughs> uh, Wales, England. 
No, I'm just kidding. It's not five nothing. I'm gonna go. Uh, I I went one nothing USA. I'm gonna go two one. I feel like they're gonna score two goals and give up a lot of goals. All right, Wales, Wales, England. Like one one. Two. I give England two. I'm gonna go three one England. All right, and the final game, Iran USA. There's my zero zero. I'm going to go 1 1, and the U.S. basically gets in with five points only because Wales can't score goals because Gareth Bale's out golfing. Out golfing for LAFC. Um, all right. So we finished, we finished our, we finished our, uh, by the way, this gives us our first two quarterfinal rounds or round of 16 games, by the way. Actually, no, sorry. It actually gives us our four, four, our four round of 16 games already. Ooh, USA Senegal. Oof. So, <laughs> so, so for me. Oh no! I sh- oh I should have changed things. Oh, uh, this is terrible. Oh, uh, I should have. Well, Argentina's not playing at all for me. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're well, already on the plane. Well, because I had France coming in second place in their group. Now you got to play them. The round of sixteen is Argentina France. <laughs> Oh no, not a repeat. I'm gonna just say this in my my round of sixteens, there's a lot of there's a lot of UEFA teams going home because it's UEFA versus UEFA matchups. Well, my round of sixteen is Netherlands against the USA, Argentina against France, which oh my goodness, why did I do that? England against Senegal and Denmark against Poland. So I have the Netherlands versus England, Poland versus Denmark. USA versus Senegal, France versus Mexico. Yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, I'm confident all the teams going home, except for Argentina and Mexico. Maybe they can flip. I hope so, or else that might be that that might be what breaks our streak in the podcast. All right. So, I mean, we're looking at potentially watch having some games uh when we actually record the podcast too like Denmark Tunisia is gonna be right at the same time where we normally record or right after so that'll be fun um actually no that won't be that would be Tuesday so not uh, exciting <laughs> huh Denmark Tunisia is not exciting no well we'll be able to guitar Senegal will be right around when we record the podcast So, you know, that'll be fun. I do like I do like the fact that there's going to be four games a day for like three weeks straight. That's my favorite part. We'll be getting up so early, 5 a.m. Mm. Not me. I mean, first Argentina game is at 5 a.m. Apparently, they like the Americans because they play at 2 p.m. every time. I know. Like, what is up with that? TV rights. They know they know people are gonna watch. Yeah. So and you know what else they didn't do? What? Put any of the games on a Sunday because they knew that nobody was gonna watch. Well, because the NFL. Yeah. Oh. Um, all right. Player of the match. All right, so Even we got like Spain, Germany on a Sunday. I right, that's gonna be a right, that's a that's a good game to watch. Croatia, well no, it's eleven a.m. Like Spain, Germany on a Sunday, like that's a decision. Yeah. 
And if the U.S. Well, that's a decision for you, not for me. Yeah. I know what I'm watching. Um, The tough part is we have a couple of tournaments around that time. You know, they'll have watch houses. <laughs> watch houses. Um, all right. So, so we got our bracket. So we'll be able to, we'll be able to give everybody updates. We'll do the, we'll do the next round next week uh, or the next set of groups, group games next week. All right. Uh, player of the match. All right. So my player of the match goes out the high school girls team. Um, yes. For winning the tournament or winning their bracket, but because they created one of the, my favorite moments, probably of all time since I've been at Delaware union. Um, since I got to Delaware union, my, my vision or my, my, what I always, what I always wanted was to, to have an environment where our youngest players and our oldest players got a chance to interact um, in tournaments. And, and throughout the, throughout the years we've had, we've had interactions or we've had things like that, but it became a really special moment on Sunday when both teams played at the same time on fields right next to each other. Um, and because the high school girls team had such a big break in between their first game and their second game, they stuck around, they watched some of the 2012 games um, and they cheered the girls on. And then at the same time, you know, the high school girls team was, was on a winning streak, which hasn't happened for that team or that age group or a lot of those players in a really long time. Um, and, and they were basically playing for, even though they technically already had won their, their bracket going into that fourth game because of the results. I felt like they they were they were locked into the idea that they were going to win all four games. They were not going to lose any games. They were not going to drop any points. Leave nothing up to chance. Leave nothing to be discussed. They were going to go four and zero that weekend. And they were, and again, so we got a chance to warm up both groups together, um, with the 2012 girls going into a final, as well at the same time. And it was a really special moment to to get a chance to to talk to both groups at the same time and and tell them that this is ultimately what we always wanted, right? We wanted to go to tournaments together because we wanted coaches to be able to interact with each other, right? You came and sat in a bunch of our games this, this, uh, you know, last weekend, I watched a lot of your games. Um, Kyle was, was around Derrickson was around. Like we, we, we normally do this and, and it's really cool. And we, and I always enjoy it. I always have a lot of fun and it makes, it makes it eight to five day feel like it's not an eight to five day. Right, if that makes sense, or seven to five. I got to drive home six hours. <laughs> drive home six hours, and we still got to the field at seven o'clock in the morning. But but it makes it it makes it feel like it's not it's not it's not really work, right? Not work, yeah. It's it's enjoyable, and and it's enjoyable because from a parent perspective, you know, I think the parents really enjoyed it, or the families enjoyed it, and it's and it's really enjoyable again from a coaching standpoint. Obviously, when the when the whistle blows and the game starts, we we're hundred percent focused on that. But in that previous part, I just took a second to t- kind of take it in. And that was my conversation with those players was, you know, as we both in, bo- brought both groups in together, you know, the the goal or the whole idea is always that that the, the older players are able to show or create the pathway for the younger players. For the younger players in order for the younger players to do a better job than the older players at that age. Right. So. Um, and I think we've done that. And I think those, those girls have done that. Those players have done that. And it's, and it's just a really cool experience. Hey, I'm part of the pathway. You are. I, I'm just saying like, 
I'm just saying, you know, I'm a older player, former Delaware Union. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's a stretch. <laughs> no, nah, but it's uh no, nah, it was they they did phenomenal this weekend. Um, especially that last game. They locked in, they scored goals early, they put this team to bed. Like no shot. They put them to bed. Yeah, I just rock the baby. But Russell Westbrook rock the baby. <laughs> um, I just I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really cool moment. Um, and it was I will admit that it was it was a little bit of an emotional moment for me there just because especially with that 06, 05, 06 group, those players I've known for a long time. A few of those players, you know, I coached at some point or at one point in their in their coaching in their playing career. I got to coach them when they were really young. So it's it was just a really cool emotional moment that that I felt like was 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 really cool that we got to capture that. Not great. Great weekend for that team. They needed that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, who's your player of the match? Player of the match is going on to Dover High Boys because they beat CR last night. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to former Delaware Union player Abram Leal with the game-winning goal in overtime, a.k.a. Pollo, as his two little brothers call him. <laughs> Pollo. Let's go. So, yeah, I think that might be the first time they beat them since like I was in high school. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't keep up, but probably is the first time they beat them since I was in high school because CR has been going to the finals lately. So it's a good win. Yeah. So that's Coach Med, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're not giving a shout out to who? Any that, anybody that plays for Delaware from CR. <laughs> It's rude. It's rude. And who else we are giving a shout out to? And this is our MR. MR. Oh. <laughs> Such a like weird like <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Not giving a shout out to Mr. Mr. Referee. Um all right. Um all right. So uh on this day in history. So this is a really cool, really, really cool in on this day in history. First of all, um, can we say that uh would well, be two two on this days in history? One is a special birthday shot. We we're lucked out on on birthdays this year, by the way. We've lucked out on like good birthdays on, and quality birthdays. Birth, on a lot of birthdays falling on Fridays. Um so shout out, big shout out to on this day some odd years ago, uh Fields Brown was born. <laughs> that was so random <laughs> what do you mean you made it seem like mad legit like Fields Brown was born I mean yeah. it is legit but like <laughs> I thought you were going to be like you know Scott McTominay was born or something but you're yeah. just like Fields Brown was born Fields Brown was born uh, yeah so big big shout out to, to Fields Brown who is a uh, share a birthday with any Arsenal players <laughs> I don't think he does uh, which he probably won't really like the the on the same history that I'm about to give. I mean, it really doesn't have anything to do with Arsenal, but um, uh, but but I will say that uh, yeah. So big big shout out to the Fields. Uh, happy birthday to to him. Um, again, a, a, another reason like so. Um, reason to be born on October 14th. Well, we said it. Well, we said it. We said it when we were when we were in Colorado and we recorded with them um that you know 
part of the reason why this podcast or one of the reasons why this podcast is born is because of because of him because him and i thought had an idea when we lived in knoxville together to try to create something like this um and we ultimately for multiple reasons couldn't get it done together and i was fortunate enough to be able to get it done with you and, and anthony when we when we started it um but if it wasn't for him this this wouldn't be here so big shout out big you know happy birthday to on this day in soccer history a uh a Fuquay High School graduate, Fuquay, uh, uh, it is, <laughs> uh, and soccer player. Um, Man, we're stretching today. Yeah, <laughs> all straight right. FIFA, so, straight FIFA eleven today. <laughs> all right. So uh, on this day in history, October fourteenth, two thousand and six. Okay, October fourteenth, two thousand six. Chelsea wins against Reading. Okay. Chelsea wins against Reading at Reading Stations. Uh Reading Stadium. Not Reading Station. At Reading Stadium. Uh Reading hadn't lost at home in 14 months. Okay. Now, that's not the reason why this 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 is in on this day. This on this day in soccer history is famous. This day in soccer history is famous because um John Terry had to play goalkeeper in the last minutes of the game. Because the backup goalkeeper was hurt and they ran out of subs. And uh Mikel John Obi had gotten thrown out. So they had they were down to nine players, no subs. So John Terry had to go in. Um because uh Carlo Cudicini, who was a backup goalkeeper at Chelsea, had gone out with an injury. And Carlo Cudicini had come in already a minute into the game because the starting goalkeeper for Chelsea had an injury. Had a check. A minute into the, a minute into the, nobody hurt his head. That's right. Yep. So, uh, Peter check collided with Stephen hunt. Well, I guess this does relate to arsenal. Why? Cause he played for arsenal. Did he played for arsenal. Isn't he still work at arsenal? No, he should be. No, that's murder. Soccer. No, that's murder. Soccer. Did work for Chelsea under. Um, no, that's murder soccer. Murder soccer murder under soccer. Lampard. He was the goalkeeping coach. No, murder soccer is the works at. Works at I'm, I got confused with tall players. Um, um, right, and re- regardless, uh, so Petr Cech, uh a minute into the game, collides with Stephen Hunt, uh, hits him in the jaw, his right knee or right. Sorry, his right knee hits Petr Cech in the head. He ends up with a concussion and also a fracture uh, in his skull, which is the reason why in 2007, in January, he when he came back, he wore his trademark um, helmet, which is what he was ultimately known for for a long time. Yeah, I was. I'd say you know, Petr Cech was on the field. He just looked for the helmet. Didn't yeah. number anything. Just looked for the helmet. So on this day in history, uh, Petr Cech fractured his skull. <laughs> Sheesh. So, um, yeah, pretty cool, pretty interesting uh, on this day in history because uh, a lot of things happened that day. Man, we missed a lot of discussion topics. We, MLS, Philadelphia Union winning the Supporters' Shield. Oh, did they? Oh. <laughs> I mean, if, it, if it's based on gold diff, I mean, they're plus 46 and LAFC is plus 28. Y- yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Philadelphia Union, best team in the in the in the MLS. In the MLS. Back not not back to back, but second sec, second supporter shield win. Yeah, last time was what when Mark and uh twenty twenty. Mark and uh Brendan. Yeah, twenty twenty twenty. MLS is back. Yeah. And you got uh Andre Blake up for MVP. Which oh by the way, uh let's talk about Andre Blake for a second. Andre Blake is gonna be in a Netflix documentary that's coming out called Captains. Uh, and it's six different captains of six different national teams. Andre Blake being one of them for the Jamaican national team. So, you know, Argentina made him feel bad about himself. I mean, what are you going to do when he got messy in front of you? What are you going to do? Um, I mean, was trying to make the jump overseas. <laughs> uh, when when is the MLS? One of the MLS playoffs start tomorrow, right? I don't know. I'll be there on Thursday. No, they, they do start tomorrow. So we'll talk about the MLS next week. Well, because we'll have because the the kind of Thursday the wild well the wild card games kind of happen tomorrow and Monday or whatever it is the 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 plane or whatever the that the non bye week games the the non top seed games yeah the non top seed games happen and then the quarterfinal or the conference semifinals happen um so it is the quarterfinals I guess so the quarterfinals start tomorrow. Uh, and then all the quarterfinal, all the semifinal games will be on between Thursday and Sunday. So we'll we'll be able to we'll know about it, and we'll ultimately know how the <laughs> we will know this time next week if the union will still be participating or yeah if Chester Stadium is packing up for the winner. Yeah, we'll know. Ricky Pooch making his playoff debut. Yes, let's go, Ricky. Ricky had a goal in the last game. Um. All right. Uh, fair play of the week. My player play of the week is going to go out to Sebastian because next Thursday he's going to cover my session so I can go to the Philadelphia Union game at 8 o'clock. Am I doing that? Where's the applause? Oh, oh, uh, was that C, right? <laughs> yeah, I already got my tickets. Oh, is that what happened? Is that what I said? Oh, my <laughs> bad. <laughs> what you say. I don't know if you said it, but... uh, <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's, that's what you're doing. <laughs> okay. All right. You got to that. You're going to run that ECNL session. <laughs> that's fine. No worries. Whatever you need. All right. Uh, my fair play of the week goes out to uh, Ali Bin Nasser. Okay. I'm, no I, I bet you you have no idea who Ali Bin Nasser is. So Ali Bin Nasser became somewhat famous in 1986. For being the referee of the Argentina versus England quarterfinal game. Now, do you know why Ali bin Nasser is uh is is on the news again? Nope. Why would he be famous in general for that game? The hand of God. Yep. Why so, is he famous again? No idea. All right. So Huh? Did he die? No, he didn't die. So Ali, <laughs> so Ali bin Nasser was the referee of that game. Uh, again, with the with the uh, hand of God goal, uh, where where Diego Maradona uh, sticks his hand out over Peter Shilton and scores a goal. Um. So, uh, he kept the game ball. Oh, he is sick. 
So he kept the game ball, and now he is putting it up for auction in the, United, so in the United Kingdom. So uh, November 16th, it's going up for auction at Wembley. Um, it's going to be on display at Wembley ahead of the auction. Um, expected to bring in either two between 2.7 and 3.3 million dollars. So safe to say that he needs the money or he's like, uh, trying to go on a couple of cruises, a couple of vacations. Well, it's interesting because he said it. The reason why he's bringing it out um, was is because this ball is a part of international football history. It feels like the right time to be sharing it with the world. Well, you're not really sharing it if you're cashing in, man. Where did <laughs> so did this guy just like you know we we're, were joking about trophies earlier? This guy just leave this thing on his shelf. Yeah, kids were probably playing with it outside. <laughs> no, I mean I would I would assume I would assume he kept it. Um, and once Argentina won the World Cup, probably, um, you know, displayed it on some sort of case or something. You would th- you would hope. Zoo is out there playing pickup. He said, "I got the ball. <laughs> I got the ball." <laughs> Scuffed up. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I, I brought the ball, guys. I'll bring the ball. Yeah. Um, this so is closest, this is the closest you peasants will ever get to the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's bringing it out. He's bringing it out to the world. Uh, so somebody will buy it. Yes. And then who knows what will happen. Uh, yeah, the soccer podcast is not. That's out of the budget. Uh, yeah, so that's my favorite play of the week for uh, good old Ali bin Nasser. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, who's your favorite play of the week? Oh, no, you, you told me, right? You said me for covering your yeah, session. I told you. All right. Well, uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the soccer podcast at the soccer podcast. Uh, by the way, if you're going to be in Philly uh, in January, uh, if you're going to be in Philly, January mm, January 11th through the 15th. Uh, January 11th through the 15th. Make sure you come check us out at the United Soccer Coaches Convention. We'll be there. Podcast row. Back to back. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining us this week. And remember, always receive the ball on your front foot. <laughs>